I, I want to I want to read something I found online. Oh God! Because recite it. Everything then, online is, is, is yeah. true. Yeah. I've been in the USA for way too long, and I'd love to go back to Mexico and be close to my family and friends. Yeah. I hate the winter. I'm a worrier. I love my new stage in life as a mom. Life is hectic, but I love it. Your thoughts on Facebook? Do you still feel that way? Uh, partially, I think. Okay. Um, Which part? That you love your kids? Or you want to go back to Mexico? That I want to go back to Mexico. Okay. You do? Uh, no, I mean, I do love my kids. That's not partial. That is 100% <laughs> true. Just check. Even though you found it on social media, it's still correct. Okay. The unapproachable. I got a big mouth and I talk a lot. The uncomfortable. I do a lot of stuff naked. The unavoidable conversations you didn't know you could have. It's awful. Two friends, together too many years, asking too many dumb questions. This is dark stuff. Revealing people for who they really are. I've been living with an ugly body for most of my life. It's the commentary you didn't ask for, but a podcast you might need. That question sucks. Absolute BS with Brad and Steve. I'm in for a dumb journey. Well, this was an unexpected one. On this episode of Absolute BS with Brad and Steve, we talked with Monica Mendez, an unapologetic force of nature, leading the GR Chamber's talent and leadership program. We go over it all. Her exodus from Mexico, her love for sappy movies, Steve's terrible ability to speak Spanish, we hear quite possibly the most transparent, embarrassing, and human story we've been told from a guest. Grab some salsa and give a listen. And welcome back to another episode of Absolute BS with Brad and Steve. I'm Steve Stegety. I am still Brad Lackman. Still Brad Lackman. And today we are talking again with somebody who is goodly enough to come and speak with us. An amazing person. Okay. Well, we say that about uh, everybody. Maybe not yet. Okay. We'll see. So we'll let's see. just not jump the gun here. Right. But you may know her in town. She is currently the Director of Talent and Leadership Programs at the Grand Rapids Chamber. Is that correct, Stork? You got promoted, but is that where you are now? That is. Okay. And we were just talking about Mexico, and if you can't tell by our accent, this is the Monica Mendez. Monica. Now, oh, nice job with that pronunciation. Right. Now, I feel you're saying your name wrong. Yeah. Is it Monica or is it Monica? Or is Monica like the Eastern European version and Monica is more of the Southern, more of a Mexican version of that? Yeah, so Monica is how I say it, mm-hmm. and then Monica is how... English speakers say it. Yeah, and I love when you said Monica. It was almost like <laughs> like a sigh. You're like, leaning into that's that very that lame Caucasian right there. How you do yeah. that. So, but okay. louder and slower. Hey, Monica. Yeah, yeah it, it declasses the name a little. But Monica, like, so you go by Mo, you know, shorthand. Yeah, uh, so a lot it, of people call me Mo, and it was because this conversation I've had, I feel like I've actually wasted a lot of days in my life. Because people ask me, how do you say it? And then how I say it? And then did I say it right? Let me say it back to you. And then did I sound right? And okay, no, did I? I'm like. Okay. I'm so glad we brought I was it up. Say, I'm yeah. glad we could walk you through that I one more it. time. Yeah, Wasted is, I, this, a little more. And there. so I started saying, just call me Mo. Because that's uh, one of the names that my mom called me. When she, okay. When yeah. She sure. Loved me. She when she me loved you. Names. Yeah. When okay. she loved me. Wow. When did she, when, what did she <laughs> call you when she didn't love you? <laughs> I mean, uh, can we swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, she say. didn't call me names, but that was like one of her names for like. Okay. When I got in trouble, it was a full Bradley Stewart, my first uh-huh. and middle. Oh yeah, that, like, that, that that's a typical. And it stopped. It was parent. a Bradley Stewart, and I was like up the stairs. Yep. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. That's a typical. I don't have a middle name. No. In fact, 
Isn't middle name I think is middle a name very is pretty, European thing? Yeah, I, I think. I think it's yeah. Uh, well, anyways, well, very uh, welcome, Monica. Thank you for talking to us today. How are you? I'm awesome. That's I'm awesome to, to be hear. here. Um, Thank you. It's kind of a big deal, I think. So. <laughs> I okay. feel like that's a reoccurring. I think recurring. it's a little big, big deal, but I want I want to deep dive into mm-hmm. some some serious questions. Let's get yourself. serious. Monica. I thought this was not serious. That's like Yeah, when he says to, that, it doesn't really start. mean that. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have to start with I also have a set of questions for you, so. I would love to hear oh. them, too. Okay. We have to start, though. So, you are from Mexico. Mexico. Uh, I yeah. was just in Mexico. Yeah, where? But not anywhere near where you were born. Okay. I was in Playa del Carmen. Oh, yeah. And you were from Querétaro? Querétaro? Oh, wow. Querétaro? Yeah. Querétaro, Mexico. Yes. When did you move up here and why? I moved here when I was 21. 2001. So I've been here exactly the same amount of, amount of years that I've lived in, that I lived in Mexico. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and I moved here because uh, in the 1900s, I met my now husband uh, while well, he was an exchange student in my hometown. So I was going to college in a business school and he was going to a different college, but my dad um, worked at the state university and back then he was helping run the program with exchange students. And he didn't stay with us at our house, but one of the girls in his group stayed at our house and we met and then we became friends and then we, it's kind of like a long story, but the lady that was staying at my parents' house living with us was the typical American girl that you see in was like her name, Spring Break. Well, was her name Monica? Like, <laughs> were we talking like a Britney Spears blonde and haha or yeah, like... Yeah, but she also really liked to party and like um, drink a lot. And Cocaine? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Parties. That's yeah, in, in that's the 1900s. Party. In the that's 1900s. <laughs> um, so anyway, she liked to have a good time. And I, back then, I used to work in the morning and then go to college or university in the evenings. And so I, would, I used to take her to school, and sometimes she did not wake up because she had a long night. Mm-hmm. And Todd, that's my husband's name, he lived in the same neighborhood, and shortly after they arrived, he figured out that I was taking out um, my car out of the garage at the same time that he was walking to take the bus. And I was like, oh, I'll just give you a ride because I'm taking her to school. So there just jump in. That was very smooth. Very yeah. smooth, and so then she a lot of times didn't wake up to go to school, and he oh, was so already you're driving, awake. You're driving him alone. Yeah, and yeah. that's yeah, and that's how we started. Like, is he from Grand Rapids? He is from a tiny town in the east side called Detroit. Go to Tecumseh. Tecumseh. Yeah, okay. You made, you made that. I was actually that's not real. Yeah, there was. Dumbass. I was actually going to say, was it for a boy? That was in my questions here. Is that why you came to the it's U.S.? For a boy. So you've been here for a long time, and you've uh, gone through a lot of school in here. We went to Eastern. I see. Apparently, you were Not smart. Not a lot of school. That was just the only school. Okay. Well, it, Yips- sorry. I was Yipsily. giving you more props than... <laughs> okay. But apparently, you've won some stuff. You're magnum cum laude or something. Oh. And you've got Dean's List. Yeah. That's pretty Holy cool here. Wait, so let me tell you something funny. When I decided to move here to go to school, I never thought I was going to pay for school. Um, well, is there another way to go to school? I didn't know how I was going to pay for oh, it. Oh, how she said to, she said uh, how to pay for it. How to yeah, pay for it. How I to sorry. pay for it. That you yeah. had to. I and thought so um, somebody told me... Uh, best advice ever, like mm-hmm. apply for any grants that you can get your hands on, write all the essays, even if it's just $500, they will add up. And so I kept good grades since I was, uh, I had like a partial uh, academic scholarship and then I wrote all the essays that I could. And so I was able to graduate with only 
$6,000 worth of debt. Wow. Nice job. Well and done. for how much schoolage, you must have written 3,000 essays for 500 bucks. Essays. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Did you ever copy the essays, just use them a couple times? Probably. Yeah. I don't remember, you but kinda yeah. had to do that. That seems smart. kind of have to. Yeah. All right. Well, so if I was around, I would have told you that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Do you have family back in Mexico? Well, you do have family. That's why you want to go back. Yeah, my whole family is right? still yeah. there. Okay. My whole family is still there. Do you get down there to visit from time to time? Yeah. I go there once a year. Okay. We go there for Christmas, the last two weeks in December every okay. year. And they usually come visit in the summer. So, Brad, I don't know if you were aware of this, but the town that she is from is yeah. very well known for Opals, I believe. Is that correct? Yep. I did some research. Do you like opals? Yeah, I mean, like... Do you, yeah. Are you wearing any opals right now? No. Okay. Okay. I'm not big into jewelry, but... No. Are, I've noticed that about cool. you, so that's cool. What, what would you say you are big into? What do you like to, you know, to wear? Drinking. Okay. Oh. All right. There it is. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, wearing? Like, do you have, uh, like, a, a thousand pairs of shoes at home? Oh, yeah, or I do have a lot of shoes. A lot of shoes. You're a shoes person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so let's get the rest of this boring shit out of the way, though. Okay, so you you climbed out of Mexico. You got here. I climbed. You, yeah. went to, you went to school. You got your way through school very cleverly, by the way. Mm-hmm. You got hitched to a boy from nearby. Yeah. And you spent a lot of time in your career, it looks like, as... Account manager, account manager, key account manager, and account executive at a lot of things that don't necessarily correlate to what you're doing now. So how did we get from account manager to director of leadership programs and diversity (laughs) talent at the Grand Rapids Chamber of Commerce, which is a prestigious position. You started there in 2020, right? Yeah, I did for two years. How'd you get there? And then how'd you get there right when you walked into a pandemic, pretty much? So I had a midlife crisis. Hey, I've had three of those. He's in one right now. I feel like it's not like full circle yet, but Mm -hmm. hopefully we're getting there. Okay, okay. So I graduated with a business degree, and then I started working in sales and then moved around. I worked for four different companies, and I was doing well financially. Uh, I was the breadwinner in our house for majority of my professional life. And then uh, I always felt like that wasn't what I wanted to do when I grew up. And I always had that joke with people that knew me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what the it was. And then when I was approaching my 40s, I really started getting into like this deep dive, um, I don't know, maybe a little bit depressed or like reflecting into, I really don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, what am I doing? Why am I here type of situation? And then the company that I was working for eliminated my job and kind of did did a favor um, to me. I went home and I told Todd, like, hey, I was just fired. I've never been fired from anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like the honor student, best behavior, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he kind of started laughing. I'm like, well, that's rude. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got a divorce. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's how my first marriage ended. No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I was like, babe, this is what you needed this is what needed to happen for you to like really figure out what you want to be to um what you want to be when you grow up mm-hmm. and so just take uh this time to figure out i had a, it was an austrian company so we had a european benefits so i had a really nice um exit package oh yeah golden parachute, golden parachute but um, is this not the gmb was this not the architecture Mm-mm. oh okay okay, okay. So this is logic, logic data. data yeah logic data okay yeah. Those guys, gals, whatever. Yeah, okay, so. But anyways, the whole time I worked with a lot of white men. Mm -hmm. And for most of the companies, 
I found out I was making 20% less than mm. most okay. of them or mm. people that were in my in the same role. And that always, um, I don't know, stung. It you should. Know? It pissed should. you off? Yeah, it pissed me off. Yeah, okay. Time. Um, I've always been really outspoken, very blunt, very direct. And something that the Austrians didn't like was that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the Mexican culture was very macho-like, but the German-Austrian company is at Soup. least, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. more. <laughs> and so I was there, and they were like, what, the, what is this lady talking mm-hmm. about? Um, so anyways, we had a lot of conflict. But mm-hmm. uh, I was let go, and then I went home, and then my husband was very supportive, and uh, the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and everybody was home all at the same time, together, 24-7, mm-hmm. all the time. And I was like, all the, time. Was, all it, the time. was it all the time? All the time. 24 okay. 7. 24 7, all the time. I remember. You know, because back then you don't know if, like, can you see the neighbor? Do they have the same germs? Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were together all the time. And people that know me know this about me. I love my kids, but I love my individuality. Oh, sure. And so that was taken away when my job was. Uh, eliminated, and then when everybody was there, then I was like the cook, the psychologist, the yeah, the entertainer, yeah. the homeschool teacher. Yeah, was not fun. How old are your kids, real quick? Just they're eleven and twelve. Right oh, now. so yeah, old enough that you have to know your shit. If you you can't just throw yeah. blocks at them and say yeah. make and, something. <laughs> and they're really awesome kids, but there it came to a point that I was like very depressed. When, yeah, like, I didn't. I lost my identity. Um, I didn't want. I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. They could have two women that handled that, but that's just mm-hmm. not who I am. And so, one day I was like, I need to get out of here. Either I'm gonna kill myself or I'm gonna kill one of you, and it's not gonna <laughs> be pretty. <laughs> and so I started volunteering. It was the last term of the orange president that we had, and mm-hmm. so I was not a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. And I started volunteering. Most people com- who call him the Orange President are not fans I of know. him. I know. Yeah, I mean, you it's would just think, one of those I mean, things. He has a lot of fans, though. So. <clears throat> he does. It's a shame. Um, we're probably never gonna cut this far. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm listening um. to you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it. Um, and uh, I started volunteering in the Spanish-speaking community, which was I was uh, very. Um, like broken apart or like not being a, I didn't have a part of a connection with the Hispanic or Latinx community. Here locally? When you, here when locally you're at all. I never in my life met another woman that looked like me mm-hmm. in the business sector where I worked. Uh, and I didn't really realize how much I missed that and needed that mm-hmm. until I started volunteering and speaking Spanish and then we're like Where telling, did you volunteer? Telling jokes. I volunteer a lot with like the census, and then I volunteer uh, helping people register to vote uh, that didn't speak English. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. so Wyoming, um, Byron Center, all those areas that have highly populations of Spanish speakers. Did you learn your English in high school for in Mexico? Uh, yes, a little bit. But then when I graduated high school, this is a theme for me, by the way. So when I graduated high school... I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up either. And in Mexico, when you go to sc- you graduate high school and you go to school and you start the degree that you yeah. want to study, mm-hmm. day one. And I'm like, well, I don't know what, what is that. And so I took a year off and I came to Minnesota as an wow. au pair. Minnesota. As an au pair, really. As an au pair, a babysitter. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. au pair is like fancy for a, I was a nanny. It's French. 
Yeah, for uh, stop flexing, Brad. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, she's bilingual <laughs> already. Got to flex his, into his it's French if you don't know if that. If you didn't know right. that, yeah. Uh, for a family that did not speak a word of Spanish, and okay. so I knew English, but that experience there made me really angry. No, it actually gave me a lot of headaches because I had to like think and translate all the time. Oh yeah, the okay. But the mom was going back to school to be an English teacher, and she used to pay me to, like, type her papers and used to read to me every night. She was amazing. I loved that family. So knowing you were getting – you actively chose to get into something that's a little difficult like that. Yeah. Was that, a, I mean, a choice? Like, I'm going to test myself if I'm going to a family that does not – we have communication barriers a little bit here? Yeah. So you did that on – Yeah, I did that okay. on purpose. Yep. Just trying to figure out, like – I have, like, I'm going to take this year gap to figure out what I want to do. Yep. Um, and, I mean, learning another language and having an experience apart from your family, I think is super enriching. Um, I feel like that's perspective. In, in your life, I feel like just knowing you a little bit, you really relish those, I want to jump into something that makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And learn from that and grow from that. Am I right about that assumption? Yeah, that is actually my, probably one of my biggest, no, I don't say well, like core values, but yes, mm-hmm. I think being uncomfortable makes us better people. Well, so let me just take a little break here and read a little of uh, you do a Monica's byline here. Oh my God. I don't know where you found all this stuff. Bilingual, <laughs> bicultural professional who places racial equity and social justice at the center of my work. I am passionate about leadership development, open communication, Personal wellness and my family, both here and in Mexico. Yeah. As both an activist and an active person, there's almost alliteration there. I like that. <laughs> I believe our community thrives when people never stop challenging themselves. Like you do. Is it? Is it? Physically, sh- ideologically, oh personally, and professionally. That is you in a nutshell. That is me in a nutshell. Is it kind of shitty when every time he says Mexico, is that like a. a <laughs> is it a sting in the soul? It, does, it's. No, I think it's cute. Okay. Oh, thanks. Oh, okay. now you're just See, being I'm, nice to And him. I just got... <laughs> He's an asshole. I just got back from Mexico, yeah. and I've been saying... <laughs> it just sounds so... It sounds like you're forcing it so hard. I, I do a little curtsy. Pause. You have to pause and then do this hand thing. Do a little curtsy. It's, yeah. it's like you don't speak the language, so you just say it louder. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and, hey, yeah. it's called Mexico. Oh, guys, it's the H is... Or the X is H sounding. Like volume has anything to so, do with it. Uh, yeah. But I just got back from there, and I've been like unconsciously... Every time I go, because I've been down there a few times, or I'm in Costa Rica or Italy, where you come back and you keep saying, like, I say C now to every, because I've been saying it down there. <laughs> you know, you want to drink, sir? C? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? 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 And then so I'm at, you know, I'm out last night and everybody so wants something. You're so, out at your see? dive bar. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I got to stop doing it. Grazie or whatever. Like, you don't um, look like that. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you look like. All right. So, Director <laughs> of Talent and Leadership, uh, that's, that's a great story about your, your travels there. Wow. And her getting fired and raising up. Yeah, and, and the, the depression part, that's cool, because I think Brad is getting to that point of his life right now. And I I'm definitely depressed? Get, yeah, I've been to that point. Nah, maybe not. Brad, you need a hug? Yeah. I do need a hug. I mean, constantly. I try to give him yeah. hugs every single yeah. day, and he, doesn't, he pushes well, me off. Well, Steve. It's, it's uncomfortable. Me. I mean, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's go just a little bit more in your job, and okay, then we'll, okay, then we'll okay. move on. Yeah, Director yeah, of Talent yeah. Leadership Programs. What the hell does that mean? What do you do? I... And why does that appeal uh, to you? Uh, well, actually... Spill the tea. That's what the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> Spill the tea. Mm-hmm. So uh, I landed at the chamber, like I said, by kind of like midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. And I was a program manager for two years. 
And the director by then was Mel Trumbly, which a lot of people know here. Everyone love. knows Everyone Mel. loves Mel Trumbly. I think Mel's pretty cool. And when I first um, She's too tall, asked, by the way. Yeah. She's, she's just perfect. Into, she's, well, perfectly she's too tall. tall. Except for the height. It, it's, it's a little for you, slow. Brad. I mean, for <laughs> me. Yes, yeah. for me. Small dogs are too tall for yeah. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so when I was approached about applying for this, for the program manager uh, role at the chamber, my answer was, I think I'm running for uh, white men in suits, and I feel like the chamber is full of them. So I don't know that that's the role for me, but then I was like, okay, that's my own bias. And mm-hmm. uh, I was challenged to do research and uh, look at the team, and so I did research about what the work in the community that they were doing, and then I met Mel, and I instantly fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. She like really changed my life. Don't but tell her that. I'll go right to her head. It's not oh. like we're being yeah. recorded on a oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. You can edit that in. Okay, I'll edit that out, Mel. I, but she knows that. Yeah. And uh, she treated me like her partner the whole time I was there, which I think is what made me successful at the chamber instead of feeling like I was somebody's assistant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was involved in all this strategic planning, facilitation. We had like really great energy together. And then that bitch left me. (laughs) (laughs) She took took this amazing job and left you. Well, I mean, you laughed. So I was going to say, I'm really proud of her. And I love her. She's my, she's like one of my I'm so proud of that bitch. Yeah. But now you have her, you have her job, right? Uh, Yeah. And so it was like very. Hey, good job on the planning there. You just took that away. You bumped her off and got her out of there. And she didn't even know it. Yeah. Um, but it was like just like an easy transition because I was already involved in doing all the things um, to apply and get the director yeah. role. Uh, I'm really passionate about changing the community and community impact, and I love the people that I get to meet. Uh, going back a little bit to like, I never met another woman that looked like me when I was in corporate America, and just being uh, in this. You role, mean a brunette? A brunette yeah, okay. or a Spanish speaker or a bicultural, bilingual, bilingual. Um, brown person, uh, <laughs> brown woman. Okay, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I, think represent- I see what you're saying. I think representation matters. It's just putting, again, myself in this uncomfortable position because mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable a lot of times, uh, but just making sure that people and specifically, I mean, I'm partial to women because I love women. Mm-hmm. Um see that they belong in spaces where they don't think that they do um, and that their voice matters and that we need their voices at tables where they don't see themselves. So let me ask you, so I used to work for the chamber. I used to do a lot of video production years and years ago, like 10 years ago. Well, you did one for me last year, so. It was that club you mentioned back then. I mean, when it was in the the different position, everybody in there was that. And then I remember that very specific time when they – when when my higher ups or the people that hire me became women, they they, yeah. they and they moved over to the new space, and I mean it seemed to be just a total shift. It was like they just cleaned house, and all of a sudden there are these young and diverse uh, men, women, ethnicities all over the place there. So that the chamber is, seems you now this is from an outsider perspective seems pretty diverse right now. Yeah. Would you agree? I'll, yeah, it's awesome. Okay, and it's yeah. been that way for a couple of years now. So. Um, so there's, I did there's not still know a lot that, of white people yeah. over there. I did sure. not know. Well, you got to have them somewhere, Brad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do make up the majority of the population. Oh, uh, but... In West Michigan, they do. Yeah. And there are many. Uh, okay, I don't know who's going to listen to this. But 
I'm probably going to offend someone. Oh, yes. Um, we're not meaning to offend anybody. There's just personal opinions. Right. Here. Personal we don't opinions. have to put caveats in it. We're no. going to offend who we're going to offend. There are a lot of times when people walk out of uh, meetings or conference room and I go to the program manager or whatever, and I'm like, there's a lot of white dudes in there. Like, what can I <laughs> sure. do to help to bring some different representation? But see, you come with that with an actual request. You know, you start with a joke, but there's meaning behind it. That's why yeah. I don't believe it's offensive because you're trying to change something there. I think the trick is that the because I'll go into rooms like that and I'll try to think of why aren't we saying that? Hey, it's a room full of white guys. You know, it's not just people looking through the window and going, wow, look at all that. It's a coven of white guys. Mm-hmm. It's more like, that's, why that's don't we have... a coven of witches. I don't think there's a thing. It's a toxic of white guys. It was a toxic? I think that's a toxic of white guys. It's not a gander of white guys. a gander. But it's more about, like, like I realize that because of the lack of diversity in thought. Mm-hmm. When I'm sitting at a table and I don't have that voice or I don't have people talking in, in that... that the, the, the group think of the white guys... It, it happens really quick. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's moving forward. All right. So then what, what is one of the biggest challenges the GR still has considering that diversity issue and, and as you see it from the chamber? Or what, what, are, you, what are you trying to, to do here, I guess? Um, from the chamber? Or from yeah. The well, I guess right, so we have, we have an Hispanic chamber of commerce down the street, more yeah. or less, and you're yes. not there. No. And I'm assuming that's because that's too easy, I guess. Not, not, no, I don't mean actually, that in a dismissive I way. St- I have a funny story. So when I was going through my midlife crisis on yeah. employment, I, the first job I applied for was at the Hispanic chamber. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't uh, mean easy. I meant easy in the no, sense like you like turn, a challenge. They, they turned me down. Did they really? Yeah. I'm the vice president of that board, so yeah. I just want to. Why did you turn her down, dude? <laughs> I think that was before my time. Oh, ah, okay. Good a- there. Good I've been answer. there for four years. Good answer. Okay. But, you know, it, it, to me, as you want to challenge yourself, it sounds like you go, no, I'm going right where, our, you know, I'm going to make a splash or I'm going to disrupt the, make you know, difference. disrupt. Not that they're not making a difference. I'm caveating, but. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. no. I, they're definitely making a difference. And, mm-hmm. you know, like they're. Um, Big thing is making a uh, prosperous West Michigan for all, and I think they're really focused, uh, and it shows on the team players that they've hired in the past few years as well. Um, for me, is how can we continue to help community leaders grow, and not just those that are well known in the community, but even those people that want to continue to grow uh, within an organization, uh, especially people of color, and then they get paid like a white man. Mm-hmm. That is a uh, big passion of mine like how can i push the needle towards making making an impact for people of color um giving the opportunity to grow in leadership because if you see most of the companies um the c level um are not diverse um individuals and so how can i personally impact that through our leadership programs or through some of the mm-hmm. offerings that we have um so they're giving an opportunity or or so we can give them the voice or the courage to have the voice um, to say something. About I think it. Okay. I think it's very powerful to get to help train leaders to be that next C-suite level, yeah. you know, group. But I also don't want to discount like there needs to be more business ownership, like yeah. uh, of diversity in West Michigan, because you can diversify and and make more equitable the the pay, you know the pay and and the benefits and all those things. But the real big impacts, I think, are people who can model that on a business ownership level and then rein that down to yeah. their companies. And that's where you still run into an enormous amount of white guys 
just men in general and then, you know, Caucasians in general in, in West Michigan specifically. Do you think there's something? So I, I of which we are both part of. So <laughs> oh yeah, I was going to say, saying. but but being part of it, I'm not. I can't apologize for that. Yeah, and I just sh- go and through life doing yeah. the best I can and trying to help. You know, I can't. You were born this way. I was <laughs> like like Lady Gaga, man. Um, so uh, just like do you, Lady Gaga. Do you think there's something to be said? Because I try to watch a lot of stuff or listen to a lot of things uh, that dive into the reasons we see that and and. Uh, you know, you just said more men own businesses and stuff like that. Do you think there's something pre-wired in us from the caveman days that is still permeating through our existence as men and women, which is a touchy subject today with what's going on? But people are, you know, do you think the genders are wired for different things? Not that they can't, they can't do whatever you want to do, but when you start from a ground level of being slightly wired differently, I believe. I think it's more of a... And then going to hunter-gatherer versus, you know, whatever kind of yeah, thing. I don't, but. I don't think it's that because in earlier cultures, women r- ran the whole thing. And there was a certain point in time where that switched over and whether that was opportunity for education, mm-hmm. whether it was opportunity to money or access to money or, you know, I mean, running the... the commerce of a city suddenly you can give loans to who you want to give loans like there's all these things i think that you know right now it's access Mm -hmm. it's just so easy for you or i steve to walk into a bank and ask for a loan and have this uh, this bias that maybe is not on purpose but it just is there for us to for us to have access to that and all those little extra easy easy steps yeah are not there for a lot of people oh, of sure, color sure. that I, you know, and that's that makes the difference completely. Oh, absolutely. When, when absolutely. you're running a business, yeah. Uh, just going down a path of that, though. I mean, I when I, I didn't did, get, I didn't even, add, yeah. we didn't even get your answer. I yeah, just sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, I think a lot of it's like culturally ingrained, mm-hmm. um, like the gender roles and how um, we've played like different roles for so many years. Um, I don't necessarily think that it's like different, like maybe chipped or wired, mm-hmm. uh, but more culturally ingrained. Yeah, well, I just I meant, I meant wired in the in the sense that I mean I would say you know women are tend tend to be a little more nurturing, caring, and and this is loving. Gonna be, this is going to be great. Keep men, going, Steve. Men are usually a little hard, you know, a little harder I don't think on that. So, you don't think so I, necessarily? No, I I, think, I would say like in my relationship. At home, I would say my husband is considered the more nurturing, and oh. I'm considered more of an asshole. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There are always individuals of, of people that go against that grain, right? But yeah. I think if you took a mass sum of a certain group of people, put them next to another one, that you would find more statistically that I, they would fall into this kind of role. And that's not being dismissive. That's not saying you can't break out of that or do something or that we need we change it. I just wonder how much that infuses where we still end up today because we haven't been able to overcome this hurdle yet. And it's not just, I don't believe it's just people deciding they don't want to do it yet. Mm-hmm. I think there's something deeper that we're, we're still working against societally and, and in the world scale. And that people is, don't like feeling uncomfortable. Uh, that, that's another, yeah, that's another thing too. So I think if anything, <clears throat> Monica's right, that it's, you're wanting to go to a place of comfort. Mm-hmm. And if they're all, if all the women are over here doing this and all the men are over here doing this, and there's a tendency to want to go to the comfort of that. Mm-hmm. But it's the dissidence and the change in that that really makes the difference. So I don't know. I, I'm more of a nature guy. Like, I think that culture will... Like the woods? Well, you know, yeah. Na- well, yeah. but nature would be implied that you go with the... F- <laughs> that it would imply to me that you take 
what I was just saying more to heart than oh, maybe, maybe nurturing it's nurture. I'm from saying it wrong. people. I, do, yeah, like I think it's more the, the community and the world that, that sets these biases in places where people should be mm-hmm. that affect the future of those people more than in their brain, like where, you know, what they're wired to do. I, mm-hmm. I think it's more, this is where the community tells you to go little girl or little boy or whatever yep, it is. Yep. I think that's more effective. Not, not in a bad way that affects you more. Mm-hmm than it does, like, I was just born and I need to play with this doll or I need to go do this as a boy or a girl. I, I just... Interesting. Yeah. Hey, Monica, what was the last thing that you killed? <laughs> I mean, everybody's killed something before. The last thing I killed? Yeah, that you can think of. Her kid's spirit. My kid's spirit. <laughs> <laughs> she My is, husband's she is dreams. I am a little bit of an asshole, honestly. Aren't we all? You have to. You have. I'm a very. Nice you have person. to be a little bit of a hard I'm ass a to get nice where. Uh, yeah, but you've also got an edge to you when you need to. <laughs> He's got an edge. Have you, you have seen a, this? No, I'm you're, curvy. You're curvy and round. <laughs> but to get where you are in life, you have to be able to take the reins from time to time and put that little hard edge on to go forward. That's. Yes, but I think in Grand Rapids, that's really found to be not an asshole, or th- that's called an asshole. But in the rest of the world, it's like, oh, you're, you're just. You know, you're being serious, professional, and yeah. professional, and I but guess I think asshole is not the right the nice, word. But I know what you're saying. Well, so. no, seriously though, people expect nice here, and if you're anything but nice, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. and and so I don't wait, think that's true. Are you true. from Grand Rapids? Were they the West Michigan nice? Yeah, I but am. you also lived in Japan for many, many, many. I lived years, overseas so. for many years, and I was in the military, which kind of took the nice away a little bit. Yep. Is the West Michigan nice like just a hypocritical way to be? Like I don't, I, I don't, don't understand I'm an it. Asshole. Yeah. I don't play in that sandbox. So I feel like it's, if you go down south, there's this very passive aggressive thing like like where they'll smile at you and say, oh, child, you're the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like it, it is so nice <laughs> that, that New Orleans and or passive aggressive, but they're saying something really just very direct. Okay. I think in Grand Rapids, the, the West Michigan nice is they won't tell you. Like they'll be so nice, they'll protect you from this thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they'll go behind your back or they'll say something else but it's really like i don't know we, they don't you don't say what you mean to always that's and right by doing that oh. you don't get to the heart of matter as fast as you could yeah so business deals are slower relationships go a little bit you know slower but we have developers in my company we have developers that come in from new york or chicago and some of my team will be like, wow, that guy's an asshole. I'm like, no. He just wants he's to get real. you done. Yeah, he's <laughs> kind of real. And we just jump to the asshole because everybody's nice. I'm putting yeah. air quotes up yep. in a podcast. Yeah. But, you know, and, and so I actually appreciate the directness of yeah. people not from West Michigan. Yeah, I'm still thrown by it, though. When I get a business deal and then somebody's like right to the heart of it, I'm kind of like walking away going, well, shit, am I doing something wrong? Uh, I guess <laughs> I su- got to get it. You suddenly <laughs> apologize. Yeah, a good uh, West did I do something wrong? I, I am attracted to those personalities that are like very blunt and very direct. Mm, I am. Because I just think it makes life easier. It's a definitely a leaner way to live. It's a more efficient way to live. That you don't you cut the bullshit out. Yeah. You just well, it's it. I mean we do, but, but people do this in politics and they do this in in religion. They do this in philosophy and stuff. So many people curb their opinions because they think that's what everybody wants to hear or that's what the collective is doing one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I find myself on the outs of that all the time because I don't curb my opinion and I think that is stupid. I'm not going to go that yeah, way. But I and think I don't you're like West that. Michigan nice direct. <laughs> we're, we're making caveats. I totally like, yeah, agree right. because I think you are, I think you are there very much that West Michigan nice, in, not in a bad way, but I think you're more direct on that spectrum. Gotcha. Where I think that if you bring in somebody who like 
did business in New York for 20 years and you brought them into a meeting, it would be a whole different kind of a thing. I'd be ripped up. I'd yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you'd be the nice guy. Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, no. Yeah, I just poured Steve the just ice spilled all, all of his alcohol over the place. No, just the ice. We're good. You have to put um, a plastic tarp underneath you. All right, Monica. This, I know this is something you should never ask a woman, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Okay. <laughs> have you ever stolen anything? <laughs> That's the thing? Oh, actually. I, I thought you were going to ask her how old she is or like. I'm 43. I, was, I think you're I'm 43. Like 20, yeah. yeah, I think you're 43. I was looking at your notes. So I'm like, oh, I, I didn't know how. I thought you were younger, younger than yeah, I was. Yeah, but my kids know uh, to say I'm 29. Okay. You're Forever 29. Right they do. There's going to come a point in your life where you're not going to be able to pull that off, right? No, nope, but the kids will still lie okay. in a very nice West Michigan way. I mean, way. we can up it to 39, but. <laughs> what? You look great. So, do, all right, thirty-five. Steve, stop, no, actually, stop. I'm very proud to say I'm forty-three because I work really hard too. To be forty-three. Uh, to be forty-three. Yeah. Hell yeah. You, do you do any uh, nip tuck work, anything <laughs> like that, on the face? Or little shots. Yeah. Uh, little... No, no Botox shots. Botox. Nice. It's right. my Mexican jeans, man. I was gonna ask, but you said it first. You got those better jeans. We yeah. just don't have those here in America. In America. All right. So, have you stolen something? Everybody has stolen I mean, something. I stole, okay, I stole. Hearts. When I was seven years old, I stole <laughs> an eraser. You remember those erasers that would smell like really yummy? Yes. Like really, like fruit? And really yummy. <laughs> or really yummy, yeah. Yeah. I, we were, I was out at a store with my older cousins, and I saw this eraser, and of course I didn't have any money because I was little. And I stole it, and I got caught by one of those people that pretend to be shoppers, but they're not. Oh, you got shopped by a wow! That's yeah, a, yeah but pr- that then, probably straightened you right out for the rest of your life. And uh, that was the last thing I stole. There you go. The, the last, last time, thing you stole. The last time I, I didn't wear a seatbelt was yeah. when I got in a car accident. And the the car rolled over four times. Oh, my God. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, in high school. Are you school. trying to one-up me? From You're my damn right. You yeah, brought up an eraser. You said That's stealing all I got. and then Brad's car accident. You can't just go accident. with an eraser. <laughs> We're expecting you to steal something much bigger than that. No. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going to ask you. I've been um, kind of like fairly well-behaved. Uh, are you? On this podcast? No, I just, no, are, are you in general? In All right, so we're going to get now to some real shit here. You, you, okay. You so we're asking you questions directly off some of these cards here that you have to answer. Okay. We don't know what they say. Oh. And you can answer it any way you want to. Okay. But I can ask I you answer about, with a question? Oh, by the way, you had questions too. We need to make time yeah, for Yeah, we got plenty yeah. of time. Well, okay. can I ask you one of my questions? Yeah, please, please, sure. please, yeah. What do you think is Brad's uh, sexiest? Mm-hmm. Part, like sexiest Part? appeal, yeah. Brad's like sexiest appeal. Or physically, I've said care. this about Brad before to other people. Shit. Okay. And I do believe this. Besides and it's, his Cuban hips. And it's almost nauseating, but I mean it as a compliment. Brad is genuinely one of the nicest people that I've ever met, <laughs> and I don't mean that and West Michigan sexy? nice. Nope, I don't. Well, yeah, I don't mean that uh, well, because I'm always wondering. People are attracted to Brad, like in a in a general sense, out there in the world and events. Brad just carries an air about him, and I look and go, "What the hell, man? The guy's four feet tall, and little little fat toes and stuff like hobbit. that, I'm little, little hobbity hobbit. hands." What is the appeal? And yet people and love me. people love him. And then I've been watching for years and going, "You know what? You just you're just a genuinely good, nice guy." And it, it emanates from you, and I think people see Thank that, you. and I mean I that for real. That. And you've uh, actually never said that to me, so I appreciate. You want to go cry about it? I mean, yeah, go cry and yeah. hug it out. We're gonna. But help. I think that is a great trait. I wish, as I said earlier, I don't curtail my opinions a lot of the time, and I think I come off harsher than. If you really got to know me, I'm a lot less, <clears throat> you know, antagonistic as I sometimes come off because part of that's just kind of like 
me, the act or whatever. But um, I, I wish. I don't, I don't feel that way about you. I wish I was a little. I, it was Sweeter. more naturally like that. But I just oh, feel sappy doing it. That's very nice. He said that. Thank you for that question. Yeah, 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 yeah. You oh. can tell us. Uh, can Steve I, can I answer? Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, that's an easy one for me. So <gasps> I. I actually think that we are so making out after this. We are totally. <laughs> I'm gonna get. This to, gonna I'm gonna get to second base tonight. <laughs> um, I. It's easy for me because Steve has a magical ability that no matter if there are 150 people in a room or one person in a room with Steve. He completely puts them at ease in the first 30 seconds. And whether that's self-deprecation, like he makes fun of himself, or something that makes them comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you like theater so much, because you could connect with these people, whether it's a script or improvised or whatever it is, because you just put everybody at ease. Whether they just laugh at you or they feel more comfortable, it's a superpower, and you do it. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Now, I didn't do that with you, Monica, because I wanted to keep you on edge. So For what? I didn't put you at ease in the first 30 seconds that we saw you. But you might have. I mean, Maybe. honestly. I mean, you helped me find, find the door. I thought we were going to a hotel, which was a little bit. Which is funny. Our podcast dude is right next to a hotel, <laughs> and she thought these two guys asked her to come and come to the I hotel. Mean, most people think we're just coming yeah. to have sex with them. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> and yet she still drove. She drove All right. On. Well, I'm, I popped my card up here. I have to ask this. You don't have. You should answer. I, I, Brad, I should Brad answer. will answer. I'll answer. What is your most embarrassing puberty-related story? Do you have? Have one you can remember. Ooh. Oh gosh. That's a hard yeah. question. I was, an, I was an awkward teenager, I think. Yeah. Well, like, I was I was very nice, but um kind of awkward. I mean I can guess where this is going. Brad used to get excited in, in sixth grade in class. <laughs> it was weird. And he would just, yeah. Like it was the, hard the to, typical guy story. Hard to stand up. Didn't want to go to the math to, problem yeah. and he would just sit, sit down. So I had really bad acne. When I was in sixth, oh, yeah, sixth and seventh good, grade, that's a good dodge. Did like, you have a lot of zits, and it was really embarrassing for me. And yeah, that little ugly mustache. Trying to cover it up. That was older in high school. There was a very it was porn star stash right there. Yeah. All right, we'll skip that one for what a great Monica. question. Here's the next one. Okay. What is the worst intimate experience you, that you have ever had? Oh, it doesn't. You can lie. Like sexy time. Like, if you, call you ever it been that. on a date and somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I'm now I'm picturing you in a car and you're 16 going, is it right for sexy time? Is it time for sexy okay. time? Monica, intimacy has many layers. So I it want could... you to, can you please clarify that question? Yeah, yes, intimacy could be like, so. did you spill some wine on a date? Yeah. You know, or did you um, yeah, end up getting sick did during a date? Like you had to run to the lover? table? Or, you know, or it could be the other way around where, you know, now, you, you farted in an uncomfortable tie. I don't oh know. I threw up in a girlfriend's face once when she was tucking me in years ago. And I regret that's, that's ever, awesome. ever since I was. So and now they've been married it. 25 years. No, no. No, because no, he's, he's like on his fifth marriage. He nah, is. I'm on my. <laughs> not even on a marriage More right now. More than two. I'm two and a half. <laughs> The most uncomfortable, intimate. Yeah, time. you can make it up right. too. Sexy time. Sexy time. Kiss time. I was like, well, that is like a little bit PG thirteen, but okay. You're dancing. Rated R. Rated R. Right. Remember, your boss may be listening. Oh, I bet he will because he knows that I was. Yeah. 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 He wants to hear if you uh, talk shit about him. I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know 
about in If you don't have one, we'll move okay, on. Okay, can I tell you one that happened recently? Yeah, absolutely. It's really yes. funny. Okay. But well, it's not intimate with like with a person. Fair enough. It's just we me. accept. We yeah. push. If you go with it, great. If not, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so I went out for drinks and then I wasn't like drunk or anything. And then I went to the bathroom and As one does. As mm-hmm. one does, because you know, Drinks, you break the seal. Yeah. body, yeah. Um, chemistry, yeah. and physiology. So I'm, I'm well, 43 man. years old, so this hasn't happened to me. And I, also, it was like four in the afternoon, so mm-hmm. I was not drunk or anything. And I went to the bathroom and I pulled my pants down because girls pee. That, that does help. That does help. Yeah, but I didn't put my underwear far enough all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to be editing this. <laughs> no. Okay. And but you, just to clarify, you were not drunk. It was four in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Weekday. I had a happy hour. It was weekday, a weekday. Like a Tuesday. Of course. And then I, are you taking notes to edit? He's no, taking, I was taking yes, this just in, just in case you come back and say cut that out. Then no, I know where I, it is. I, so. I, I have zero shame or anything. I'll tell you anything you want. Everybody's got these stories and they all, that's what I want people to do is go, oh shit, that's happened to me too. So. Yeah. Um, so you couldn't get them, was it urgent enough or you just didn't pull them down far no, enough? I, I, I mean, my underwear is soaked in pee. Oh, my goodness. Thankfully, not my pants. Okay. Uh, but I was like, what am I going to do? You, you had to go. I was still at work, too. Like, this happened in the office. This, in the office, it happened. Yeah, in the office. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we have, like, happy hours. Like, you meet someone. And uh, I had to take my underwear off and go commando. You had to go commando. Mm-hmm. For the rest. I mean, thankfully, it was at the end of the day. So. Sure. Um, and then wow. you, went out, you went out drinking more. That is a... That is a story. Then I finished the day, like office hours, 8 to 5. Okay, question for you. I, yeah. I have a question. I'm raising my hand. Uh-huh. Where did the panties go? Oh, I put them in trash. Trash. <laughs> just, just, just I was not going to fire sale. Those <laughs> it was going to tell you a lot. It was going to tell you a lot about you if you were frugal. Yes, enough. I've got to save out. these. I've got no, no, no. They were I'm in the frugal. trash. Can I, trash. can I tell you something? I guarantee every single guy has gone through at least a hundred times in their life when Commando. they use a bathroom in public. Is if you're in the bathroom and you're going too fast, you're at a concert or something or whatever, and you go and you get done and you zip up. Sometimes it's not all out, oh. <laughs> and there's just that final little. And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, my f- whole body just shook f- right now. <laughs> yes. The, f- the front of your pants gets hit a little bit, and then you have to make that terrible decision. Do oh, I-, I thought you were talking about getting the zipper. No, 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 no. I'm talking about pissing up. that, like, just <clears throat> enough hits you. And, and right. You know I think what you I'm need t- to get that checked out. You, no, 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 no. Every guy's gone. Everybody's <laughs> gone through that. And then you have to make that terrible decision. Do I stand in here? Do I pull my shirt down over? Can I do that? Or do I stand in here and put it under the blower? Or do I, you know, rub real hard on it to dry it out? And every guy's done that before, I promise you. So what have you done? Put it under the blower? Usually end up like... <laughs> like getting the heat worked up. The and blower <laughs> is uncomfortable because it's not a. So and then, and then, if put your hands up, if like, somebody ah! and if somebody comes in, then you're really like oh, I've literally like, gone. Awkward. What a what a great conversation we're good, having. Yeah. Good talk, so everybody. Have, like, time too, That's okay. I uh, so all right. Uh, let's paint a picture, Monica. It's Friday night, Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> you're down in Mexico. <laughs> You're drinking a tequila. <laughs> now you're just now I'm just showboating my knowledge of yeah, for all Hispanical that talk. Hispanical. <laughs> Hispanical. You're talking Hispanical. That's like hysterical, but in a different language. Oh, I like that. Okay, okay. Um, it's Friday night. Yeah. You're feeling sassy. 
You got that. You've got no sexy time. You're, no, you're here in America. Oh, you said Mexico. No, you said Mexico, and I just repeated it because you're. No, I did you're, not. Okay. All right, good talk. You're everybody. wearing that pantsuit you always wear with Mel. The the blue one. I think you're blue. No, you're red. Oh, you're okay. red. Yeah, and you want to go out clubbing. Oh boy. And you have no kids at this time. Where does Mo cut go. loose in Mo town? Go. What are some of your favorite places to dance? Cut? Do you even do that anymore? You're a mom. I bet. Where do you go? Um, Moms don't dance. Not usually. I love dancing. Well, that's actually. great. Okay, I fantastic. I love singing, but I am a horrible singer, but we do have a karaoke. Okay. Um, we do have a karaoke. Brad, build one. It's called K-Rock. Yeah, private karaoke rooms. I mean, again, with the one upper. Okay. Well, Brad, well, build you, shit. You, you diversify. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> you give me future leaders. <laughs> making me both feel bad. I make okay, dumb videos. Okay, honestly. I, so, uh, 99% of my friends are gay. Uh Mostly lesbians. And wow. Is that like you seek that out? I mean, that statistically is a very, uh, part of, that's part a big accomplishment. So, you, okay. No, no, no. I, I was not an interview process or anything. All it right. just happened, and okay. I love them. Okay. But, so. Do they call you their straight friend? Yeah. I mean, yeah. are you? I mean, they. Is there like, are, you a, sure it, you, are you sure you're not a little bit gay? I'm like, hmm. yeah. well, everybody's well, a little everybody's bit Well, everybody's probably gay. a little bit, but. Yeah, I'll give myself a three from like a one to okay. ten. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Most people think I love women, but I don't want to make up. Yeah. Like, well, okay. I don't kiss them, but okay. that's right. about as okay. far as I can. I'm glad you covered that. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Okay. so where are you guys clubbing? So clubbing. we used to go to Rumors. Yep, okay. And oh, dance Rumors, yeah. there. It's Brad's yeah. favorite place. And I, I, I love, love dancing. But the last time I went, there were a bunch of sweaty guys without shirts. Uh, gay guys? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I, well, I, I find that there's so many straight couple, straight people go to these gay bars now. I'm wondering the if the dancing it's, is great. Oh, I know, no, it's, there's it, nowhere to dance. I used to go to one in Chicago, the piano bar. It was the best time ever because everybody was free and having fun. Mm-hmm. I wonder but if I it's think, diluting and changing the dynamic of those now. So that's why I asked that one. Yeah, but. I did not appreciate the sweaty, hairy. Who does? Torso. So like me, I'm Wait, told. Monica does not appreciate the sweaty, hairy torso. No, Brad. Out, buddy. <laughs> I, am, I am a sweaty, hairy torso. That's my whole body. Yeah, I would say that is your. T- I'm one big you're torso. Just, you're little knees and a sweaty, hairy torso. Not on, like, I don't. I don't want it like on. You know what I mean? On you? You don't want it on you? You don't want then? Yeah, don't don't. What were they rubbing up on you like dancing? Well, yeah, and stuff? we're oh. dancing. We're on okay. the dance floor. We're yeah. dancing, and all these dudes are like shirtless, sweaty, and I'm like, I feel your sweat on my arm yeah. Hair. Oh God, yeah. And that okay. is disgusting. Um. So, anyways, that was the last time I went to Rumors. It's probably okay. been a couple of years. And r- most recently, I've gone to Billy's doing Fuego Night. Fuego. Okay, that place, I Which mean, that's near fire. my neighborhood. Fire, it means fire. Mi corazón and fuego. <laughs> my heart is on fire. You're going to be have this huge Dude, fan, I just fan went, base for I the Hispanic ladies. I just went ladies. to Playa del Carmen. I ladies. speak the language. Mm, yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, Billy's is actually a lot of fun. I've been there a couple so nights. Fun. Um well, we, I think I saw you. You were there. A couple, I mean, we were there for some party with uh, some Monica's friends last year there. ago, but I remember you being I'm there. I'm not always there. Not, you not, can't say what, that. What, you leaving your family behind and just hanging out at the club all the time? Yeah. Um, Todd and his torso just picking you up. Yeah, his hairy torso. <laughs> his hairy torso. <laughs> <laughs> not sweaty, <laughs> What is the most embarrassing music that you like? Like, do you have something that you just... It's just What's your guilty... You're not proud of oh, it. Guilty yes. players. Crisscross or uh, Nelson or... Well, Tchaikovsky. I listen to a lot of music in Spanish, so you wouldn't know this, but I love, and I know some of the choreography, and all my kids know it too. The choreography for yeah, some of these for dances? like pop group um, groups that are like just like like bo- boy band in Mexico kind of thing. 
Yeah, but they're also like they're like boy and girl bands. Okay. Um, but I just love it. Okay. So we were just in um, a place called Paradisus in Playa del Carmen, which is an all-inclusive resort. You told us ten times that you yeah, yeah, you're very proud of this. Again, you're and kind of a big okay. deal. The last night there, we went to, uh, you know, they do shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We went into one of the bars, and they were having the show, and it was called Pop Night. And we're like, oh, what's Pop Night going to be here? And it was this little uh, quartet. It was three guys and a, a young lady. And they were just singing, like, singer-songwriter, American singer-songwriter songs, like, you know, What If God Was One Of Us, you know, and wow. stuff like that. <laughs> but it was, the most, it was the most lovely time I've had because hearing hearing it flamencoed, what hearing it through this. Yeah, yeah, hearing this slight accent in the voice. I just sat there, I recorded half the thing. I was like, my God, this is like the nicest, most pleasant music I've heard in a long time. When, I was, in, uh, when I was in Thailand uh, it, during the Navy times, there was a bar that had, uh, Filipina women singing with the most amazing voices you mm-hmm. would ever like Mariah Carey level voices. Whoa. They always had that translation problem of getting the exact words. Oh yeah. So yeah. they'd be singing a Mariah <laughs> Carey song, but it wasn't the words were more the sound than the word. Yeah. You know, and it, it, but oh, the voices yeah. were amazing. Though. Growing up, when I didn't speak English, I used to make the words up. For songs in English, mm-hmm. yes, and up to this day, sometimes that is, I think, to uh, to this day, the hardest thing for me in English to listen to music and understand and all get the, the words, words. Oh, mm-hmm. get the and poetry of the lyrics, yeah, them up hmm. without shame, and then we'll sing them in karaoke, and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know that was. And there's an actual word. Is that oh, weird? Gosh, yeah, when you okay. listen to a song that you've heard for a hundred times in your life, and then finally that lyric comes through clear for some yeah. reason, and you're like, oh, I didn't know that was what they were. Yeah. That's what they were always that's, saying. That's, that's not what I was. Yeah, saying. that's. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Well. All right, Monica. You ready, Steve? I've grown tired of talking to you with that kind of stuff. So now we're going to move on to a, one more one more segment with you. Okay. Can you speak with a Spanish accent? For and and please Steve? answer all these in Hispanic. If you would. Hispanic. Hispanic. <laughs> oh okay. Hispanic. So we'd like to play a game with our guest called Are You Dateable? Where we're two toxic male white guys. Not toxic. Am two, I dateable? Two, yeah. Two white. I, I fo- I not available. We know this. No, I said dateable. I know, but we're, we're, we'll we're, see. We're, we're not sure yet. Anyways, we're going to ask you a bunch of simple this or that questions, and then we're going to judge if we think you're a dateable person in the world. <gasps> okay, like not available, nice. but we're going to judge you. No, pros yeah. and you're cons. the one that's caveat. This is like the best because yeah. it, okay. it, it like helps your self-esteem. Exactly. Well, it, These depend, are it depends how you answer. Very simple. Yeah, very uh, in-depth questions. Go All see. right. So we just want you to answer pretty quickly. Do you want me to say C or no? No, nope, <laughs> no. Nope, you'll, you'll understand how they go. Si, no. Corazón and fuego. Trabajo. Are you dateable? All right. Ready? Here we go. Would you rather... Monica, know the date of your death or the cause of your death? The cause. The cause. Yeah. Even if it was terrible, like you're going to get torn apart in a chipper, shredder. Then you stay away from the <laughs> chippers. Yeah. Well, then then would you live the rest of your life avoiding as much as possible Maybe. what that cause I mean, was? But I don't think I would like knowing the date. Oh, I would. Kind of like yeah. a well, part of you kind of would because <laughs> then you would totally shift. You'd shift your life either way, but you'd shift your life totally with... Uh, living your best days then if you knew that you had six years, ten years, two years, one That's month. That's you, Steve. Let her, let her yeah. have her answer. I did, you okay. asshole. <laughs> um, Corazon. Monica. <laughs> Corazon. Me, I'm, I'm going to turn that into a slander. <laughs> You're such a Corazon brand. A 
Can you try uh, asking in Spanish? Oh, I know Japanese. You Donde Japanese? está el bibliotec? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Um, Let's stick to your um, mother tongue. What, my mother tongue? <laughs> <laughs> have, uh, would you rather have the lights on or off if you knew the room was full of snakes? Like, oh. would you rather know the snakes no. were there? Mm-hmm. Denial. No, snakes. they'd be rubbing all over your feet. But yeah, I think I'd be with you. Lights off. That It'd would be like sweaty I don't, torsos I hate all snakes. over the That's place. That's my word. Yeah. If they were sweaty, hairy snakes. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Simply gross. Monica, mm. you're doing great. <laughs> would you rather win $25,000 or have your best friend win $100,000? Mm. Mm. Like the best friend win $100,000. How very Melody. nice. I know, she would, I know she would give me twenty five. Oh, okay. Ooh, Are you right. sure about that? Yeah. Most people get all clinchy with that and be like, no, I got. I think to that pay should off. be bigger numbers. Oh, okay. Because I think it changes it. Yeah. Okay. If you if you could win half a million dollars, but your friend could win $10 million, like, what would you do? I'd win the money myself. Then I can figure See, out what it I changes. Want. Then I can figure out what I want to do. You can give it away. You're up. It's up to you to give it away if you want to be that way. But you can't count on somebody giving it. All right, stop answering for her. I'm not, Monica. <laughs> would you rather wake up in your underwear at work or wake up naked in the woods, 25 miles from home? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like a naked That's, and afraid episode. Yeah. It is. Uh, so would Except you rather it's in be Grand naked? Rapids and you're not afraid? Would well, you rather do be? Do I have a shirt? <laughs> No, naked means naked. No, in my underwear. Is that just my underwear? Well, no, that's bra and underwear. So would you rather wake up naked and afraid at work or wake up naked and afraid in the woods? 25 miles from my house. 25 miles from my house. I mean, I think that maybe the office needs a little bit of spice. (laughs) (laughs) But think of the fun you could have just being like... But I have to be naked 25 miles. Yeah, but you have adventures getting home. Rick Baker would freak the fuck out. It would be great. (laughs) But I'm covered. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Stevens. All right. Would you rather forget your favorite books? Can you read? Uh, sometimes. You know how to read? Most days. Okay. Just in two would languages. Would you rather f- f- bilingual? All right. Would you rather forget your Hispanical. favorite books? Hispanical. <laughs> You're acting totally Hispanical, man. Chill out. Would you rather forget your favorite books so you can reread them again for the first time, or forget your favorite movies so you can rewatch them for the first time? Movies. You're a movie gal? We're going to have <laughs> a question on that after this. Okay, love okay, it. Okay, that's All a right. good answer. Um, would you rather be Give able to... Give something spicier. Okay, like You were well, just naked in the woods a second ago. What the true. hell do you No, mean? I was in my underwear at the... I other. asked you about puberty and you dodged. So, uh, okay, let's think... Oh, oh. All right, would you rather uh, be able to change the future or the past by just thinking about it? You would rather be able to, if you could vision it in your head and change the future. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't want to change the past because by changing the past, you change the future. That's only a couple movies. Yeah. Not yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I'm trying to think. Steve, uh, could you get a little I spicy? I saw here? one today and it was something about would you rather your spouse be really ugly but really good in bed or terrible in bed and very attractive? What would you prefer? Because oh, you have to go out with them too. You, you, ask know, for you have to hang this out in the world with them too, so. Mm-hmm. That's not. But I, I feel like how to feel attracted to the person. Well, you put a paper bag on the head or what? Uh, yeah, but it's up to you. So good. Yeah, and they're ugly. Yeah, but you just have. But to you also have to deal with them in public. Turn the lights off with the snakes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you've solved that problem before. So. <laughs> 
Uh, that's oh not gosh. so spicy, but it's certainly down down that path. No, uh, she has to answer. Come on. I think I would rather him be very good looking, and then we'll just improv him. Then. Improv? Okay. Would you rather wear boxers or briefs if you had to wear one? For would you rather is wear he wearing them or guys wearing boxers them? for the rest of your life, or women's panties? Women. Okay. That was super spicy, Brad, and I did that. You're so dangerous. Spicy. You're so dangerous. What would you rather wear? So spicy. Bikini briefs yeah. or thongs? Are you asking us? Well, yeah, yeah of I, course. that's what it sounded like she was uh, doing. Bikini I'm not briefs yeah, or bikini. thongs? Aren't they nearly the same? No, thongs are going like in your butt. Yo, I know that, but um, it, no, briefs. I don't want that to I would wear briefs, bikinis. What does so that mean then? I mean, Are they your real? Butt's a little covered, but little bit, but yeah. then, it gives you lines in your pants. Does so. this just mean at work under my clothes every day, or I have to wear them out in the public? What do you wear your underwear oh, out in public I'm usually? I d this is a hypothetical okay. question, Chess. Right. I'm just asking okay. with it. No, just on a daily basis. I would not want to wear the thong. No. I would rather wear. I'm more of a booty short kind of guy. Yeah. Um, so bikini. Bikini. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Whose turn is it? Yours, dipshit. Oh, we skipped yours because you went. No, I did. Anyway? It's mine. It wasn't, good yeah. it wasn't good enough. I added two. Yeah. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. We did. Would you rather have thought bubbles appear over your head so we can see all your weird sexual thoughts? I spice that up. Or <laughs> would you rather have thought bubbles appear over your head for everyone to see, or for everyone you know to have access to your search history on your computer? My search history. It's clean. Is your search history clean? It's clean. Is it? Yeah. It's is it? Yeah. Okay. Not even but once. My thoughts aren't. And. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most truthful answer ever. I'll yes, but my thoughts are. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. I can't right. clear my my mind search history. So. Would you hate that if you had a thought bubble over your head no. and you met somebody and you thought they were hot or something and it was just like ding good. ding? Well, like, there oh, was shit, that so. movie with Ricky Gervais. Uh, I where give it, yeah. Everybody spoke completely truthful. Yeah. Like the society. You have to come up and go, hey, I think your hair looks shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was the only person in the world who could lie. And yeah. suddenly he took over the world yeah. <laughs> because he was the only one who could lie. It was an interesting movie. All right. Next movie. Um, would you rather smack a puppy? Like hit a puppy. <laughs> or get smacked by your get smacked by your dad in public? Like, it, it, like on my ass? Like a misbehaving? Oh, no, you, it's in the face. <laughs> yeah, like misbehaving. No, let's like, say it's smack. a full on. Oh, like a slap? On yeah, yeah. Like a slap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Would or, you rather hit a puppy? Or have your father, have your father hit smack you. you in public? While you're holding a puppy. While you're holding, and oh you're in an God. event, <laughs> and all your lesbian friends are there. And, and the lesbians underwear. are around. The lesbians are all around. They're throwing rainbows at you. <laughs> yes. Which one? They do love the rainbows. Um, oh, I think I would. I don't see myself hitting a puppy. Yeah. So. I can't visualize. I, can't, I can visualize goals and wealth and all that, but not. But I'd be brave. Just hit it. Not smacking a puppy? Yeah. I think I would have my dad smack me because there'd be something so surreal about I wanna watch, yeah. that. I want to watch Same. that. We would Same. record it. I know. Dad, come and hit me in public. Yeah. <laughs> Big come Steve would be like, yeah. it's about time. Let's rock and roll. Yeah. Wind up, boom. All right, would you rather give up your salary for the next five years or give up Which everything? Which is 20% less than the men. <laughs> if the job descriptions are exactly the same, yes. Um, if the job descriptions are exactly the same, yes. 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 If, she's, the... if she's at McDonald's and the guy's yeah. working to see, oh, it's different. But um, would you rather give up your salary for the next five years or give up everything you have in the bank right now? 
Are you a good planner? Do you save for the future? Yeah. Or? Probably my salary. Okay. For the next five years? You're that confident in the market. Nice. All right. Love it. Would you rather? Well, I can get a new job. No, no, no. You get no salary for five years. (laughs) No matter where you go. No. Um, Would you rather lose all your friends but win the lottery or keep all your friends but you don't get a raise for the rest of your life? That is. Wait, we still don't know if I'm dateable or not. We're, we're almost. Oh, we, have, well, we have two more patience, questions. Patience. Yeah. This, this questions you crafted based Steve on your made data, these stupid questions. No, yes. see, so I, I used to do this in college. Craft. Uh, but now I write some of them and I look some of them up. I just can't keep up with every time we've done this with writing he, new things. He gave up so. the secret sauce right there. Everybody. So I gave it up, it's everybody. Okay, it's okay. It's yeah. Seventy-five episodes. I can't do this all the time. All right. Would you rather die before your spouse or after your spouse? <laughs> I, I was expecting so many things. I get to eat whatever I want, or I can go out with my friends. All right, yeah. No, the four hundred one k. Four hundred one k money. I love it. All right, this is your last one. <coughs> Better answer this one correctly. Truthfully. Uh, would you rather have a pause button in life or a rewind button in life? So pause means you can stop and take in and like take in. I know what pause means. Jesus. She's a woman, Brad, but she's not stupid. I I am mansplaining. I know his legs are whooping and everything. It's crazy. Oh, my God. You're right. I mean, the hotel's next door. (laughs) Mansplain. Mansplaining. Uh, (laughs) The pause button. I'm not thinking about my answer. I'm not thinking about what they mean. I don't know if you know what rewind means, but I can go into that, too. And if you really thought of the deeper ramifications of pausing or rewinding your life, but... <laughs> Picture a VCR. Yeah. 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 Well, you remember the 80s? Were you alive yeah. in the 80s? Okay. Yes. I was born in the 70s. I know. You were 79. Mm-hmm. I looked um, you up. I think I would rather have the rewind button. The rewind. Now, let me add. So, pausing, you could assess a situation and then think about she the She knows choice. what You're... the fuck pause means. Shut up. I'm saying that for the audience. All right. You could think about it and then move through a situation after some careful thought. Rewind is you can make whatever decision you want, but then go back and, like, Go opposite if it didn't yeah. turn out right. And, it, and this for me is not so much about the decision; it's so much more about I have no filter. When I, I would say this. it's impulsive to have the rewind button because you just do what and you're gonna do. So I just say mm-hmm. things, and the words just come out. Sometimes I'm like, Ooh. and then rewind button would be like, oh, process filter. <laughs> God, we've never said this about a guest, but you are. Highly dateable. Dateable. Holy crap. Your husband is lucky as hell. I you've said that. And he's going to be meeting you at the hotel next door. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. That amazing. He's already getting a sweaty torso going. He's going to be ready to go. Congratulations, Todd. (laughs) The accent made every answer way better. That was super dateable. Have you ever had someone non dateable? I think we told we one person. We don't talk about that. I think we told one person they oh, weren't. Was it a dude? Yeah, it was a dude. It was a dude. Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. that. And we knew him well enough that we could say it. We have to say it. If you don't, then people feel uh, yeah. sad or whatever like that. Like this is a real thing. But really? Yeah. Oh. Well, if we said to you, Monica, after... Moon, moon. Yeah. Could you get it right? <laughs> hey, Monica. <laughs> I want you to consider how you Monica. say your name. Um, not, not friends, Monica. It's Monica. Uh, if we were like, yeah, after all these questions, yeah, you're, you're not. Sorry. Sorry. It's, like, it's a downer. Are fucking stupid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a downer. All right. So I do want to ask you one more question before I wrap up because we've been talking longer I think than you actually. Do you have any more questions? You said you might. 
Maybe not. Okay. Uh, I told you a little bit earlier that I was like three on a scale from one to ten, three on the gay scale. Three gay, yep. Yeah. Okay. What is your scale? I, I've been told I'm 65% gay. Brad pretty okay, much so is. 6.5. But Brad's a pe- sure. pe- people. But why? He's a people pleaser. He'll I, say whatever. I think that I'm very uh, uh, like attached to my emotions. I, I, I really think I can internally appreciate all of my feelings. Yeah, but that's not gayness. But would you make out no, with but a man? No, but a lot. Have I or would, would I? I? Sure. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah that makes you 65%. I'll make, okay. I'll make yeah. out with Steve right now. I'll oh do it. My no, you won't. I would give you tongue. No, you won't. I totally would. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would. <laughs> I'm gonna come. I went Brad's to theater. Me <laughs> I went to theater school, man. I'll dive at you. I'll see what you do. Uh, I I don't know. That's a difficult question because I, I. Why, Steve? Because you're not in therapy, Steve. You need to be in therapy. Thank you. To understand this. Just, just you have to admit something's wrong with you so you can accept some other possibility. Like I don't believe in that way. Oh, I went to theater school. And I love that look on your face there. No, he told me I have to go to therapy so I can admit that I'm 65% gay. I don't understand that. No, no, no. no. Oh, so you can together. tell us your oh. number. Uh, I'm not sure. What's your number? Uh, four. Okay. Not going to go that high. You better edit <laughs> your mumbling. You should cut in there that, like, this is the part where Steve tells a bullshit story because he doesn't know he's a four. It's not a bullshit story. <laughs> All right. Last question, Monica. You okay. say you like movies. You really like movies? Are you a movie gal? Yeah. What do you... What, what mo- okay spicy? What movie do you watch and turns you on? What movie do you watch and go? That's that's sexy. That's you said just goddamn, goddamn. Yep. Um. Oh my gosh. Right? Is it that like? I should have thought of these questions. <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> Groundhog Day. God, that's great. No. no. Ghostbusters but is there a mo- you, there's- Okay, I'm gonna tell you one that is like super ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I love it. But it turns you on. And it turns me on. Okay, okay. well, that's a good one. Because it's like sappy. Uh, uh, love actually. Oh, okay. Love actually. Who was in that? Uh, lots Hugh of people. Grant. Hugh Grant, Alan oh. Rickman. Uh, blah, 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 lots of people. You remember okay. that was like a star-studded cast. So I'm not like soft porn or anything. No, no, no. Like you just but love just like the that. cheesiness in I there. I love. Okay, so I am a person that um, really loves connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That movie is all about connection, and I think that just speaks to my heart. Oh, I love that. That's wonderful. What's your favorite rom-com, yeah. Steve? Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's, That's not, a, quite a rom- it's not quite a rom-com, but it. Um, I've had some really nasty breakups. At least. You joke. I'm being serious. I've oh, had shit. some very... First time you're serious and you call <laughs> it out. Right, right, right. No, I'm serious. Steve, I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> relationships, especially personal relationships with a lover or whatever, have been wildly varied in my life, and I have absolutely had some of the best times and the worst times in my entire life because of them that movie wrapping around a story of being able to erase that from your mind is the worst thing i think you could ever do i hate some of my past but i would never want to erase it because and like in the movie you know he kind of learns this yeah you need that and and it informs a lot of my life and i watched that all i mean i love that movie have i just watched s- it again not too long ago have cause... you seen the um how does hbo or what Wait, did you have sex after no, that's not a movie you walk away from and go, hey, I'm feeling frisky time. Let's go. It, it just makes Jim no, 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 Carrey turn me on it just, in that movie. Oh, but, but my God, Kate Winslet, she was playing that quintessential like early 2000s like it girl, the quirky little one that bounces around that every guy was like, that's the girlfriend I want. <laughs> She's quirky with blue hair. You know. <laughs> what about you, Brad? Um, I, uh, when Harry met Sally, 
Oh, I love is, that movie. Yeah. Still to this day, like, and I am such a fan of of banter in a relationship, like the back and forth, like the funny, witty mm-hmm. conversation. And that turns me on more than anything is that like conversation. Mm-hmm. So in that movie, was it uh, who wrote that movie? I can't remember. But yeah, it was Nora Ephron. Nora Ephron no, wrote maybe, that. Maybe not. Joke. I think I don't. Know. That's that was like you've got check, mail and stuff. Yeah. But it was yeah fact check. But like the um, Meg Ryan and the Billy Crystal back and forth when they started out not knowing each other, turning into friends, then turning into lovers, like that whole. Like I love that so much, still to this day. That's wonderful. So one more last last question: Have you ever seen, if you like rom coms and stuff, have you ever seen the before? They call it the before trilogy. So it's three movies made by the guy who made um, Days and Confused and Boyhood. What he liked to do is he likes to do these very experimental films. So he 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 got Ethan Hawke and Julia Delpy, if you know them. And when they were in their twenties, he made this movie called Before Sunset. It's about two people meeting in Italy just randomly meeting on a trip and then basically walking around the whole night and kind of falling in love. I think I have seen that. Then he came back 10 years later with the same two actors and made Before Noon or something. I don't remember the name. When they're 10 years later and they've reconnected after that one night they both remember. They just arbitrarily find each other again and then they have this wonderful another two days. And then he did a third one 10 years later when the same actors, when they're 20 years older now, called Before Midnight, where they've been married. <laughs> the sex was great. No, but 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 it that's what's so cool about it. You're watching the same actors with a 20-year wingspan of movies, and he's telling very simple truths about being married and yeah. being together a long time. Because the third one, they're kind of like at the back end of their relationship, and you go, shit, man, the first one was such a beautiful yeah. note on meeting. The second was those heyday years, and the third is like, all right, we're married. <laughs> like, here we are now. Here we are. It's it, awesome, it and would it's be very really talky. Cool. It would be really cool if <laughs> Ethan and Julie actually didn't see each other for the 10 years either. And oh, like, yeah, yeah. like they really stayed away from each other too. So it's a reconnection purely physical too. It, it's not the most exciting movies in the world, because, but if you if you like no, those I connections, love, I, love those I, it, I, find, I think you'd find it hard to not get enthralled with just like, that's kind of cool. And especially the yeah. fact that it's the same actors 20 years later and they, they came back to do this and you're like, that's pretty I, cool. I will watch it. I also love The Holiday. Did you ever watch that? Oh, my God. That's one of my dumb favorite movies ever. One of the reasons why I like it, because I do love love that movie, is that Jack Black plays this regular dude. dude. (laughs) Regular dude, but but who's a little charming and really kind of funny and all that. It just gives me hope as a hobbit. No. It's funny you say that because I see you as that guy in that movie. And I mean that that with respect. You want to make out? He is a little, he's just unassuming, but awesome, very naturalistic, very true to himself. He loves what he loves. And when he's talking to Kate Winslet or whatever, he's just, I have passion and I'm just talking about it and I hope you want to come with me. Yeah. And that is one of those like happy movies you can't watch without being like, this is happy and sweet. I know. <laughs> and true. then the relationship with the old guy oh, from the, yeah. the Hollywood and stuff. It's, it's beautiful. Go see those movies, people. Go see those movies. Yeah, you're a, you're a catch, lady. Oh, I like that. I've been <laughs> Good job, for 20 Tommy. years yeah. next month if I make it. But because years. it's 2022, you're more than a catch. You're fierce, you're brave, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're funny. You're, you're underpaid. You're underpaid, underpaid <laughs> underrepresented. <laughs> you're mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore. And there it is. No, let's finish on a positive note. Monica, thank you very much for talking Steve. to us. You've been It was great. A, oh, thank 
you. I'm pure delight, actually. <laughs> this is great. This I thought, some... were, you, like, were you expecting this to be shitty? Or what? No, no, no. You never expect to be shitty. He was. Oh you told me this nope. is going to be really You never shitty. expect to be shitty, but then there's always some point like 10 minutes in where you go, ah, there we go. There, there we go. There we go. There and you, you go. start talking about, uh, dep- I don't want to start up a thing again, but you know, a little bit of depression and stuff. And I think that's real stuff that people all over feel yeah. and is connectable. And then and you talk I, about I got to be, be totally honest Germans. with you. I love the fact in 2022 where you you can freely talk and have a little bit fun with the fact that we come from different backgrounds and you yeah. can make a little light of that and stuff because people are so edgy about that right now. It's okay. That's the whole point of this thing. So thank you for being well, transparent. I'm edgy, but I was- you're edgy and you're an asshole. So, <laughs> thank you for being throwing that way. Your, have, throwing away your Monica. panties and you're and, and you're saying your name wrong. I think just work on that. But okay, Monica from Mexico with a corazón trabajo. <laughs> trabajo. <laughs> well, thank Hispanical. you very much, dear. I hope you have a great weekend, and we, it has been a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank thanks you for having me. Thank you. Give on hips. Commentary you didn't ask for, but a podcast you might need. Absolute BS with Brad and Steve.